0: You
1: play. get out of my way welcome to my world pay attention i learned something welcome ladies and gentlemen to the 24th episode of the valorant show i'm your host taylor reflections noble joined by troy tuttle aka too loud i gotta say it feels good to be back with you all once again we've got some interesting comments to go through but before we do get to that point, Troy, how you feeling?
0: Man, I am excited because this week we got to play some Valorant together, and it's been a few weeks, or probably about a month or so, man, since we've played it's been, Valorant it's been together. A
1: little bit. Yeah, it's been and a little so, bit. We got to play with viewers too, man, our listeners. So that was that was we, a lot of fun. I'm not. They we, carried us, Troy. Um, well, actually, not you. You were playing out of your mind, which surprises me because you haven't been playing. But clearly, the time off like benefited you like tremendously because you were just slaying out, my guy.
0: My guy, and I said I was going to go back to Brimstone, and that didn't happen. I've been playing Phoenix like crazy, and yeah, I've been but, yeah. loving it and getting better and better with him. So, I you know, I, I told you this the other day. I, I feel like the nice thing about playing Phoenix for me is I feel like I have a pretty good game sense and an and ability to kind of make some shot calls. And as Brim, although you could kind of help control some of that and, like, put your smokes places and things like that, you didn't have a great impact on... Uh, if you wanted your team to push quickly or something and mm. so I thought especially with me and you like we're going to talk about it a little bit later on but man we had some good we had some good games uh, and we learned quite a bit uh, but I just it seems like playing Phoenix and having that ability to be the initiator and get in there and really uh, start the plays rolling for the team is uh, is
1: where I'm I'm
0: starting to find my spot I think in Valor. And so it's it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah,
1: been a good I, week. I think for you, I think for you, Phoenix definitely works a lot better, man. You know, Brimstone just becoming a bit too slow for you. You know, you like to get up in that fight, get those flashes out and flashes in conjunction with me as a breach. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It works so well, especially on split. Like you oh. said, we'll be talking about that later. It was a blast, though. That comeback was actually insane. And you know what? We're not just going to make that up either. We've got uh, the Lorax who's one of our listeners was well, subbies who was playing with us. They were a part of it. And it felt so good to get that victory. But check this out. Got a lot to get through. Let's go ahead and get into it. Let's move into community feedback. Ask the agents. Ah, so much learned this day. A victory on many fronts. Oh, yeah, baby. It's my favorite part, man. I'm not going to lie and check it out. We got Magusta Trains back. Uh Uh-oh. Good to see you. Hey, he's back. He's been in, like, almost every single episode. I respect the dedication. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I just like the guy. All right, starts off. I don't know, man. Oh man. Okay. Well, I've come to realize that I only find Valorant truly entertaining while at least duo or for full squad. For me personally, solos makes the game not fun and just meh. I hate to say it, but I gave up on Viper for now. Hey, man, you gave up. You were you were talking so highly of Viper. I'm not gonna. I was pumped for you, but I guess he gave it up. He goes on to say, I'm in a five stack because she's too reliant. And when it comes to solos, there's only an I in team. There's only an I in team. What? No team. Not sure. No team. Oh, okay. Hold on. So basically there's no I in team. And he's just no team. I'm not going to lie. Magusta Trains. You lost me in translation, but that's okay. Let's move on. <laughs> I've started to play Silva and Killjoy." There's just so many lineups in Sova that I'm uh, slowly learning, and I play Killjoy when I want to sit in corners. Hit me up if you try to play. I'm on weekends and during the week around 12 to 3 a.m. Subbies. Hashtag any one of Valorant. Full sin mid, baby. Not flying spaghetti monster as we thought before. Hey, man. Thank you for writing in Magusta um, Trains, a.k.a. Subbies. He was one of the guys we ended up playing with. I'm not going to lie. I was impressed. He played very, very well. He was impressed with the Lorax. Uh, and I I think he was playing Sova, uh, whenever we were playing and he he, he did a really good job with Sova.
0: Yeah. And we played, uh, we played another game later on and he actually did carry me. I ended up coming back and getting second on the team, uh, but we won. Uh, but it was, uh, it it was a great game and I I actually kind of agree, man. This game is really tough to play solo, um, to like be encouraged to want to play it. You know, the, the thing that's so fun to me is like getting with a squad like we did the other day. And, you know, me just being open, like, oh my God, I'm so I'm like I'm like I'm like intense over here. I'm nervous. I'm like, you know, I'm like all strung up. I'm ready to <laughs> You're like to play. a caster
1: when you play, man. It's it's actually Dude. pretty funny. You are like you're so animated, like you're always screaming and casting something. It's it's actually uh, yeah. really entertaining. It
0: it, it it's it's so for me, like it is partially the the social fun of also like just, you know, killing some kids, you know, just hammering yeah, yeah. out some getting some shots off, shooting some heads together and and, and just I don't know. To me, it, it really is a fun game. It, it shines in those moments for sure. It shines yeah. when you have a full squad, or or at least a, you know, at least a four, uh, a four squad and foursome per se. Uh, it, I mean, yeah. it's okay. You're wild, you know, my right, guy. Okay. Hey, hey, get, 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 hey getting hey, it going. Yeah. I guess just say family friendly show. Family friendly show. But no, for real, I mean, it, it, it it definitely does shine in those moments, and I definitely agree. Mm. I mean, what about you, Taylor? I, have have you been enjoying solos a lot lately?
1: I mean I so for me it's a bit different, I, I think inherently. So when I I'm just gonna be real with you. When I when I get into a game and you know, I just talk to the team, right? They're always like, Oh my gosh, are you a streamer? Who are you? So it happens literally every single game and I think that makes, you know, them try harder, if you will. Uh, okay. uh, so it's, it's a bit different for me. So solos, if I stay quiet, I don't enjoy it. If I talk and then, you know, the, kind of the team rallies around it and then they're, they're good to go. Uh, it, it's fun. Obviously I'd rather play with the four stack, five stack, three stack, two stack, whatever, and anything other than solos. Cause it's a mixed bag. You never know what you're going to get. And even if the team is like super positive and nice, uh, that doesn't translate to skill. So you could fall behind very quickly. I've, uh, I think I placed, I'll be real. I think I placed silver two. And then I played another solo after that and dropped immediately down to Super One. I was like, what's going on? The games the hey, the games are like super easy right now. I, I I can't I can't even lie, brother. But like, hey, after all though, I'm just looking to rank up. And speaking of ranking up, you mind if I take this next one too? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Clutch kebab
0: wrote it in, baby.
1: All right, Clutchkebob is back. I love it. I have an esports org and I have a question. You guys are beast at Valorant, I'm silver too, but thank you very much, Clutchkebob. And I have an esports org, so would you like to join? If so, DM me for more info on Discord. Hey, Clutchkebob, check this out, man. Uh, The salary to keep me on payroll on an esports org is insane, no, it's really not. Actually, I I would be paying you to be on esports org. I'm not that good, but uh, I am intrigued. So check this out, give me some more details. We'll get in contact. Uh and if anything, right, it resorts in just playing in a five stack. I think that would be that would be really fun. I will look I sound like a broken record, Troy. Right? I mean, five stack, five stack. But I'm telling you, man, it makes the game that much more entertaining. It, it really does. does.
0: It it, de- it definitely does for sure. And uh, you know, talking about uh talking about you, Taylor, we got Knights of Ren 65 here, says I'm becoming Taylor, but instead of playing hmm. one match before I go to bed, I watch one also can you guys have more <laughs> pro players on the podcast and yes. i tried to uh i tried to write back the last three episodes but it, i always i always wrote but it would take too long to show up so you would, would not, not
1: see it, it. that's unfortunate mm-hmm. nights of real first that. and foremost yeah sorry about that um well at least we got you now right uh i'm <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I I definitely take it as a bad thing that you're becoming to, uh, becoming me. Uh, but trying to speak myself in third person. But nights of friend, check this out. At least you're enjoying yourself, right? And I think that's what it's all about. Hate- and if you're watching many matches, it means you're getting better because you're watching better players theoretically. Unless you're watching Tim the Tapman or something, then I mean, hey, you can only improve so much. That, watch that's how damage. it works.
0: I'm gonna. I need to watch LeBron James some more. Maybe I'll become a really good basketball player.
1: You're too short. Ah, you do got, you that. got, uh, uh, but I mean, I, I will tell you that your hairline is just about equal with his. Oh,
0: wow. All right. Uh, I, I do like though his suggestion. He says, <laughs> can you guys have some more pro players on the show? Hey, we are, we have, actually were talking about that earlier today. Yeah. Uh, we need to get some more of our friends and, and fellow uh, players on as well. And some of the pro players uh, that we know throughout the, uh, throughout the scene to come on the show as well. And we're going to do that. Uh, so Taylor, make sure you do that this week.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be reaching out to him for sure. Um, I I, I want to kind of pick the brains of pro players. And and, and just in general, I want to bring on more casters as well. I know Esports Doug has been wanting to come on. I would love to bring him on to kind of break down. Uh, Actually, I might bring him on in one of our next episodes. Um, We'll be talking about it a little bit later. But the First Strike North American Nerd Street Gamer closed qualifier is going to be taking place um, this weekend and there's gonna be a lot to break down from that esports Doug. i don't know if he's casting it or not either way uh he's an avid viewer Um, So even if he's not casting, I would still like to bring him on to kind of discuss it I don't know about bringing a pro on next episode only reason why is because they're just coming off of playing in in a couple tournaments, but I do know shinobi We had him on before from cloud nine and he loved being on and he said I would love to come on again So that's a possibility. I'm gonna get it going for you Knights of Ren we're we're gonna start elevating this podcast making it a lot better and uh, Giving you some more information, but 100% good suggestion. We're, We're gonna do that
0: and again to keep the theme of Taylor throughout the show, let's jump in uh, to run it back and talk about some of those breach changes.
1: Yeah, let's bring it back.
0: So Taylor, breach changes in patch 1.11, and you didn't even talk about them. What happened? No, actually, what? for everybody out there, <laughs> they they were they were they were hidden away. They yep. they didn't make it into the patch as as uh, you know. They they later they later let us know later on in the week, but. Uh, this did happen. So, Taylor,
1: you're wondering,
0: man, why do I feel like I'm so much better?
1: Right? Well, hold up. Better yet? Well, check this out, man. Anytime I play, I feel good. Okay? Oh, okay.
0: All right. Right. so
1: no this makes sense i'm actually really glad you brought this uh to the table as one of the topics so uh patch notes fell to address. uh this is actually from valorant updates and sub valorant news um uh so it is it is official so there's three changes that were not addressed in the patch notes one of those being fault line charges 20 percent faster i did notice that actually i thought it was going so i thought it was going crazy because you know we pay attention to the patch notes it's not like we just ignore it 100 percent. but fault lines uh definitely faster and I felt that today rolling thunder cast eight uh, meters away from him I actually felt that and I thought I was going insane so rolling thunder is the alt for breach and I was like it's definitely starting to impact it like further away why is that Um, and I guess I wasn't going crazy so that is a real thing and then fault line cast eight meters away from him as well so that's interesting um it it's it's a it's a minor change it is a minor change uh, but like I said, it was enough of a change for me to notice today. So let's let's uh, do one example um, for you guys out there. On Haven, if you're trying to push C, one of my things that I like to do as a Breach player is one player hangs with me, three players go long C. And I like to go to garage, use my ult on garage, but I won't use it until I'm right up on the doors, the double doors, um, because it gives me maximum you know area of effect. It gets all the way over towards CT or just shy of CT. So anybody that's over there, they're not going to be able to push me through window. I'm going to be able to push them, and essentially I can just push straight through window, or I can even go left and get on C, and then and then help my team clear from long C while the people are distracted. Um, But fault line cast eight meters away. Now that's or excuse me, rolling thunder cast uh, eight. away does make a difference because now I'm not going to be able to reach my alt as far away as I could and when you're pushing double doors if let's say I do cast it where I normally cast it or at least would normally cast it before uh, I'm not going to affect the players who are going to be in that left corner or right corner. So as soon as I go in, they have an opportunity to, you know, Vandal shot me once in the head. Uh, you know, maybe they have a judge and they take me out. Point is, it, it puts me at a disadvantage. So it does make, uh, you know, we're going to have to make some micro adjustments. That's interesting, though, Troy, because I had no idea. I, like I said, I felt it, but I thought I was going crazy. But it's it's, it's good to know they're real.
0: I think I actually kind of like this change from a team perspective because there's been a few times you're like lined up with us on the other side of that door. That's true. And and that alt goes off and it a chart like maybe I'm not thinking and everybody else moves out of the way but of course me you know trying to get in there quickly. Will that happen when we're Throw me on Split. into the air? Oh right. yeah. Oh yeah. and and so this actually gives you that ability to kind of stack up and then drop that alt and move in. but I, sure. I I do see what you're saying as well. There is that opportunity for them to kind of hide away. But I think if you you know as you grow more accustomed to being where it cast at and the distance, you'll be able to you know cover that corner, that left and right corner before you go in by just backing up a little bit and dropping your alt
1: right. That, but I, I like that actually i didn't even, i didn't even account for that actually so now yeah my team can stack up and, and immediately push through as opposed to having to be behind me and and those yeah. extra steps that extra distance right uh kind of being up there seven meters away instead of eight meters right just shy of where they'll be affected it's going to give them a huge advantage to get in there and get those eliminations which i think is great for breach being an initiator that's literally his role so uh yeah. that's pretty cool actually um yeah that that's that's a good tip troy i like that
0: uh, you know, that's what we try to do here on the Valorant Show. We try to bring some good tips. And uh, one from us would be, buy the freaking Reaver skin, dude. This thing is coming back out. <laughs> I've been talking about this for a while. Like, hey, when is this one going to come back? We saw it in the beta or alpha, whatever that was that we played here this year. But, right, like yeah, the, beta, the, yeah, but the, the thing that we said, we've been saying is like, where is this awesome pack? Like, everybody's Everybody loved was asking, it. yeah. We loved it. You already bought the Vandal.
1: Yeah, the Vandal is just so nice. I mean, and and the so one thing I don't like about this pack um, is the fact that they went back to, uh, you know, kind of unlocking all of them, uh, unlocking all the skin variants, which I believe they were 10 Radiant points for the last pack um, but for this pack it's 15, 15. radiant points Ugh. which I don't like I do like the fact though that you can choose which one you want to unlock now as opposed to before you had to kind of unlock all of them Uh you don't have to do that with this pack so you could like if you for example they have a really nice like white and black variant which is cool uh, you can unlock that I unlock that one and then I unlock the black and red version not the red and black for there, there is a difference so it's basically yep. the one on the right super clean really clean love the kill animation for it. I'm only piecing it out, so I'm only buying one. I love my Nebula knife that I have, so... Uh, you know, I'm not spending a ton of money. Twenty bucks, I can do, right? I think that's one of the things we've always talked about. Like we can do like little purchases, but we can't buy full packs. Uh, you know, time and time yeah. again, seventy dollars, sixty. It just doesn't make sense. But the Vandal skin, if you if you if you're not happy with your Vandal skin, right? Because what are the main weapons you use? Vandal and Phantom. I love my Phantom skin as it is. It's the one from the previous pack, um, and then from this pack, the Nebula. Now I've got a new Vandal skin. I love it. It's it's clean. It's functional. The graphics on it are are fantastic. When you reload it, there's like a like an air like an air draft, if you will, that kind of goes through. Um, when you get kills, there's a unique and a a, a unique sound that comes through. Um, like I said, the kill animation is fantastic. It's like it's like demons coming through the ground, like very Halloween ass, right? And then it's kind of like you know bring you down into the earth. Um, I love it. I think it's a fantastic uh, pack, and I'm happy that it's around.
0: Yeah. No, I I definitely agree. I mean i i think i might have to pick up the operator though because if you remember the op is nice the op is really nice in this as well um you know and for me uh i might i might pick up the 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 vandal i I just don't know man i have have so many skins already um that now i'm getting to the point where it's like i i mean how often do i even change them like i don't even it's not like i'm changing them in between that's true
1: yeah yeah, I think look, this is the thing. This is the way I looked at it, and uh, I was kind of inspired by Twitter. There were there were people actually showing off their collections, and it was mainly pros, obviously, because the pros are going to have all the skins. Why not? Um, but after all, though, they were showing the collections, and they were saying like, look, "Who has the best collection?" So the point is, is like, okay, if you're happy with the skin that you have on your Phantom, and then a pack comes out and it's a new Phantom skin, there's no reason to upgrade it. There's no, or I, I say upgrade it, but there's no reason to buy that skin, right? You just don't need it. Okay, it's just like with the knives as well. Like for me, the Nebula skin is what I've waited for. I'm happy with it. I've got it. I don't need to buy anything else unless there's something that's like really eye-catching. I'm like, man, I got to have this, you know? So peace so, it out. That's the best way to do it.
0: Yeah, like I have the, uh, you know, I bought the Elder Flame pack back when it came out. But yeah, I you brought up a good thing to me a little while back. You're like, you know, some of the animations, some of the way the gun, like how the gun graphics are, they kind of get in the way, right? And some of your vision, yeah. Uh, yeah. and some of the things you do this pack from what i remember we didn't have those problems at all and it's kind of like almost as awesome as elder as elder flame but like you know not all the craziness of elder flame with the dragon popping out on the side and all that kind of stuff so for me, I, I'm I'm probably gonna pick up the vandal as well. I'm kind of talking myself into it here. So uh, <laughs> I'm a bad influence,
1: you. man. And, and yeah. you too. See, this is the but, thing, though. It's it's twenty bucks. Like well, at least for, excuse me for me for me it was twenty bucks because I had enough uh, Valorant points yeah. left over. You might have to spend twenty five, but like that's not breaking the bank, and you get a decent skin. And, and 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 if you're not so this is also the good thing about piecing out the skins right um is the fact that you should have enough radiant points from your battle pass and if because if you buy a whole collection you're going to upgrade you know multiple yeah, weapons Yeah, you, you can't do them all exactly and you're burning through your radiant points um so the point is uh if you piece it out then you can upgrade a weapon uh, freely and fully however you want it. And I think that's like the main benefit and posit- positive thing about, you know, piecing it out. So like Vandal, I've yeah. already got the skin that I want. I've already upgraded it fully and I'm able to use it to its full capacity as opposed to having to wait. So that's the great thing too.
0: Yeah, I actually have a really bad problem of like upgrading them all the way to their variants and not getting any different color variants because I'm like, ah, it's just colors. I like I want right. the effects. I want the kill animation. But I will ask you this, Taylor. Taylor. Would this be more appealing to you is whenever you select your Phantom or your Vandal in-game, you then select from a number of skins that you can have, right? Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe they yeah. let you load two or three skins in there at a time, so it only has to you know, load you a couple of choices. Maybe not all your choices, but would that entice you to yeah. have a more variant of your skins, to use more? Because like for me, as I said, like I, I, I keep looking back, I'm like, oh, I got a lot of skins, but i like some of the new ones too but i just don't use them enough and that's what makes me not buy more skin
1: so you look at csgo csgo has you know different weapons on both sides counter terrorist and terrorist and you can have different skins that that's a great thing valorant you have the same weapons that are used both on offense and defense right it's not terrorist counter terrorist. they're very apparent they're very very strict on that more sponsors right um but on offense and defense you have the same amount of weapons so for me i would love and this has already been talked about i know we've mentioned this on the show in the past have an offensive skin and a defensive skin so whenever you're on offense you have a certain skin for your vandal and then when you're on defense then it switches to skins mm, it allows like you like that. you said yeah because it allows you to flex it and and it's and it's a lot easier i think to choose that's what i want different you know Full custom ability to be able to, you know, to just upgrade your weapons or not upgrade, excuse me, but change your skins in game would be fantastic. I would love to do it freely, but I think the easiest thing they can implement and probably one of the most beneficial things they can implement is just doing it, you know, side by side basis. So then you could show off and and and, and honestly, it's not a bad idea, too, from a professional perspective, like during tournaments, like it it just gives them more of an opportunity to showcase different skins, which entices, you know, uh, your casual viewer base to go out and buy more skins right so i think that's the best thing to do it as opposed to being you know a match can be what 40 plus minutes 50 minutes uh at some of the extremes if it goes into overtime like a crazy amount of overtime so why not give you more of an opportunity to flex your skins i want to do that 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 would be great you know have the white and black variant of the vandal for the reaver skin offense and then on defense go for red and black what if what if they create a weapon skin
0: that actually evolves through the game in other words as you get kills
1: it changes in colors
0: and variants or you get a bit you you get like the better kill animation so and if 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 you die as you rank it up someone else can pick it up like someone from the other team and it's and it has it holds its evolution status through the match
1: Fortnite did that right i'm pretty sure they did that so with, with with certain with certain cosmetics um if you were yeah they did they did with certain cosmetics the more eliminations that you you were able to get cuz so fun fact for you guys out there if you're casting Fortnite you can't say kills you have to say eliminations but for every elimination it, esports are different right every, every you got different jargons for for each esport but yep. each elimination that you would get would there was like a backpack that would show your elimination counter. There was another one where your pickaxe would then turn a different color and it would actually evolve and, and become more of like a demon, if you will. Yep. Uh, didn't that, ninjas headband cool.
0: get longer or something?
1: Like yeah, yeah. So ninjas, headband, head- exactly. gets ninja's longer. headband got longer. So yeah, yeah. that's a thing that uh, Valorant could, uh, could implement. That would be really cool. Actually. I, I think it would be honestly, but I don't know how difficult it would be coding wise because I maybe maybe it resets, Obviously, the leaderboard you know counts. Uh, Maybe you, you know. carry weapons though. You carry them from. That's true. From you carry around. weapons. I. I. You know what? I. And you I can like pick up other idea, people's though. weapons. Yeah, yeah. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. That would be cool. That'd be so really that, cool. That. That.
0: Or. Or even if you. If you set up, you know, hey, when I get four skin, when I get four kills, you can switch my skin color. Right. Like. Yeah. There's. There's so many different things they could do to like start making. I think our. Uh, our additional skins be useful right and, and be sure. able to really see that variety and, and change that variety like for me personally if I could just click random and every time I buy it it gives me one of my random skins that I put in my random locker or my favorite locker or whatever and it just cycles through those two or three skins I'd really I'd really enjoy that
1: yeah I would too like I said, so. man, if you got the skins, like right now we're limited, like you have to use them per match basis, go in and change them. like just give us an option to use multiple skin skins in in game, right? Change it up. I like that. And plus, you could pass it off to your friend, right? because i that's one of the things too is like you know, if everybody's gonna be buying a buying a vandal or like Spike rush is a great example. you know, if you have a vandal round or a phantom round or any round in general, it's like, hey, man, pass me pass me that skin. let me give you mine. you know, so it's everybody yeah. wants to use it and and if they can't buy it, hey, just pass it over. let me let me try it out. So.
0: Well, I think there's going to definitely be a ton of variety continue to come. You know, now they're cycling back to this Reaver skin pack. Dude, who knows what's going to come next? Now, you know, we definitely don't have an idea. We haven't seen anything that might come around the corner. Uh, but I'm definitely excited to see what Valorant does to uh, continue to change up the skin game as, as the game evolves as well. So, well, let's take a moment here and jump into our main topics and get an update to what's going around in the Valorant esports scene Of course, with nobody else but you, Reflections, Taylor Noble. Pay attention. I learned something.
1: Think you can keep up? Who am I kidding? You know you can't keep
0: up. All right, Taylor, so bring it in. We've had the Nerd Street Gamers open qualifier happen. Yep. And now we're entering into the Nerd Street Gamers North America closed qualifier. qualifier. A lot of words there, but... It I'm sure I didn't words. get it right, but it's the first strike in North American Nerd Street Gamers Close Qualifier. Holy cow! I hope whoever has to say that on stream has tra- practiced that quite a bit because that's they're a probably just going
1: to call it the nerd street gamer valorant first strike close qualifier actually that is a wow lot that's to say, still a lot
0: for me but <laughs> hey you, you're pro like you guys you, you can nail it every time i was gonna but- say yeah
1: I've been doing it a while so it's kind of like it's it's not that bad hey i've had some long titles i've had some <laughs> long titles where it's like you have to say that like i did a facebook gaming event it's like you must say this name with this cta and this cta and that's how you have to open the show every single time and i'm like dang man that's that's a lot any <laughs> it will be all right that is a lot hey, check this out though this is a lot of uh it's been a Sounds lot like of fun a lot to, to read of, too it's a lot to read but it's a lot to follow <laughs> this is this is good you know first strike north american tournament is going to be one of the biggest tournaments that we've had as of yet in the valorant scene uh for nerdster gamers hats off to them they've done such a great job You know, covering the event, whether it's from the official broadcast or the community uh, broadcast standpoint, viewership has been insane. Clearly, there are a lot of hungry individuals out there, fans, if you will, wanting to watch and and just digest some Valorant action. Right, there's been a lot of exciting things. For example. One hundred thieves, right? The first official tournament. I mean, they've been kind of you know running through. They finally made it here into the yeah. into the bracket play. Yeah, so there's been a lot of hype about them. Uh Saw their set, photo shoot
0: this past week. They were out you, doing their photo shoot. Were they? Yeah, dude. The whole team was out there. You you had Hiko in front, you know, posing just right. They were shooting, you know, it looks like at the at the you know, Hundred Thieves Cash App facilities done uh, and some other man. areas around. So yeah, 100 it, thieves
1: they're all about they're that getting kind of ready stuff.
0: they're getting ready bro it's gonna be entertaining to watch this i can't oh wait, yeah
1: bro. oh 100 so like 100 thieves obviously playing except picking up their team uh literally like at the end of the open bracket play it was look everybody knew it was just an open secret but they finally uh popped it and said hey check this out we got X set this so that's awesome uh we've seen some great uh plays obviously moon raccoons um they did not make it through but check it out they they really surprised us they played very well i'm sure we'll be seeing them once again uh for others out there such as envy you know doing very very well let me just go through the teams that are going to be competing uh and i guess let me start off first and foremost with how these closed qualifiers are going to run so this will be taking place uh, i believe starting this weekend um i will definitely make sure right now so starting it's going to be november 4th so actually it's going to be starting tomorrow um so be on the lookout for that it's going to be a relatively lengthy tournament if I'm not mistaken I think it's going to be like maybe four days five days almost but uh, point is, it's going to be good. So the way that it works is you're going to have your group stage first. Uh, it's kind of like the standard for any Valorant event. You're going to have four groups, which is going to consist of four teams. Uh, two teams from each group will advance to the playoffs. So for those four teams that are there, two of them will be eliminated, so 50%. So you better make sure you make it out of your uh, group stage. And for uh, for those teams that are uh, who make it through the winner's bracket, They will, you know, obviously automatically qualify. But if you lose at all, let's say you win your first match, you go to um, you go to winner's finals and you end up losing. Then you drop down to the loser bracket in that group stage and then you'll have to uh, try and move through. So you better make sure that you're playing out of your mind. So after group stages, there will then be playoffs. So playoffs is going to be single elimination. It's going to be a best of three for each match. The top four teams will advance to the first strike North American regional finals. So they're already going to be qualified for the finals. They don't have to play in the next stage of tournaments, which is where the remaining four teams will advance. So the the remaining four teams, so the bottom four teams essentially will then have to play in the first strike North American UMG tournament. Okay. So point is you don't want to have to play in a second stage, which for me, Hey, look, it's a UMG event either way. I'm going to love to watch uh, these kind of teams play it out. It's going to be a great time. So anyways, you want to be those top four teams. All right, so let's get into the meat and potatoes of the things. Uh, For the teams that are going to be playing in the group stages, you have Cloud9 Blue. And the reason why they're Cloud9 Blue is, if you guys don't know, Cloud9 did, in fact, pick up a... uh, Pick up a all female team, which good on them. They're actually very solid. I can't wait to uh, continue to watch them play. Uh, they're just they're just really good. If you guys guys don't remember, it's the it's the five stack roster that ended up winning one of the tournaments in the past. It was like an all female tournament. They just dominated. So Cloud Nine Blue Xset, Set One Hundred Thieves Luminosity Gaming. That's going to be your Group A bracket. Group B bracket is going to be Jinji Equinox T One and Complexity. For Group C, you're going to have Envy Spot Up. Sentinels and Dignitas and for group D you're gonna have TSM built by gamers the slimy booger I kid you not that's what their name is and it's pretty funny that they're actually here imagine if they make it imagine if they win the entire thing called the slimy booger hey man some wild things have happened I've seen it happen in esports this is their opportunity and then to round this off uh, in group D will be renegades so groups A through D those are gonna be your teams that will be playing Uh, if I had to guess for the toughest groups uh, definitely Group A, right? Cloud9, Blue X Set One Hundred Thieves, Luminosity Gaming. That's going to be a tough, tough bracket. And for One Hundred Thieves, um, I don't know. They they actually might have a good chance of being eliminated from from group play. Believe it or not, as as hyped as they are, uh, we'll definitely have to see their their matchup versus Luminosity Gaming is going to be tough. For the second hardest, um, I will definitely say. I would definitely say group C. Envy spot up Sentinels and Dignitas. All right. That's gonna be the hardest. Obviously, Sentinels is just the dominant team. Uh, but group B and Group D, kinda of, it's a mixed bag. You you've got a couple of teams in there that really haven't proven I, themselves. They're kind of middle of the road. Group D, kind of the same thing.
0: Yeah, I, I actually think what's gonna be super interesting is so Cloud9 Blue won the open qualifiers, right? Last weekend. Um, and they're going against Xset, set, who we we talked a little bit about, you mentioned, but Dude, X set is nobody to sleep on. All right. These guys have uh, you know, Thwifo, if you know him from the old Fortnite days, right? Uh going in here, and you have uh Brando, We did, Purar. Like these guys are 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 definitely playing top notch Valorant right now. And it's gonna be really interesting to see them go in immediately into that group A and see what impact they make. And like you said, with a hundred thieves right there, even if cloud nine makes it past X or if X makes it past cloud nine, like they're, they're up against a hundred thieves and luminosity, which like, dude, to me, this is a stacked bracket. Like th- this, this, this bracket for me is the most exciting. I think for yeah. me to watch is going to be group a, uh, and I can't wait to see
1: what happens this weekend. Yeah. Power rank. what I was saying, man. Group a is definitely going to be the hardest group for anybody to move through, um, and then followed by, uh, I would say, Group C. Like I said, Envy, Spot Up, Sentinels, and Dignitas. Spot Up is yeah. going to be one of those teams that, I mean, it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be tough for anybody in that bracket, but Spot Up's going to have a very difficult time. But also, uh, if you think about it, though, for Spot Up, a team that uh, you know has really surprised us, Tucker, Figment, Bunny, uh, Ken Pecky, as well as uh, Runston, If they do make it through, uh, you know, beating Envy and then maybe beating Sentinels or Dignitas, I mean, that's a storyline, right? That's going to develop. It's going to be hard, uh, but check it out. Coverage is going to be there starting tomorrow, um, and I'm really excited to see who is officially going to be in the, uh, the regional finals from this tournament but uh i i gotta say for all groups though you do have like you know slimy who's stone in the mix spot up who's kind of in there but for the most part uh you're seeing all of the top name teams make it through which is something we expected um this is where you want to put in your work you want to qualify during you know the first tournament you don't want to bank on going into the second tournament, which of course will be the UMG qualifiers. You don't want to bank on, you know, putting all your eggs in one basket and, and having to be flawless from that point forward, right? You want to make it in here and now, so you can rest easy. You can watch the competition and uh you can be good to go. So man, it's good.
0: Imagine we're, we could get a NV sentinels second round, right on yeah. the, on group C we could get yeah. that rematch. We could see that rematch. And to me, that, like the, every one of these groups is stacked. Like you said, it's going to be an incredible weekend, an incredible week of Valorant. If you want to watch competitive Valorant, make sure you are tuned in this week to the Nerd Street Gamers closed uh, qualifier. Man, I, I, I'm excited for it and excited to mm-hmm. see it. Also, the next week, like you said, UMG presenting it the following week. I'm I'm super excited about.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's going to be a fun time, man. The coverage for this event has been fantastic. It it really, really has, guys. And there's a lot of passion in the Valorant scene. I was kind of talking to one of my friends earlier, and I was telling him, as of right now uh valorant is still a very new growing scene so it's it's going to be much like fortnite was in the beginning before all that money was introduced everybody's just passionate and they're hungry for content for valorant they want to compete they want to just kind of prove that they are the best money aside right so as of right now this is probably you know the purest and the best that the valorant scene is going to be but i'm really enjoying it and for this first strike event i think all the qualifiers have just been very well done and uh, makes me excited for the future but check it out let's move on to our next top uh it's gonna be sky and icebox and i know you were really excited to break this one down i'm excited for uh, for icebox but you have been playing a lot of sky recently too yeah yeah so uh you know talk
0: about some you know new things this is definitely a new thing right with these with a new map uh with a new agent uh having sky come out and as soon as i I noticed she came out yesterday uh we're recording this on tuesday for everybody that's wondering, November third. Uh, but when when I saw her come out yesterday, uh, and I jumped right on purchased her, played a couple. I, I spent about forty five minutes with her kit uh, in the practice mode, just kind of learning, just kind of watching uh, her, how her kit worked. And uh, it what was really interesting to me is that uh, for me at least, it's uh, the 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 flash, so the bird flash that goes out right that she has. Um, and I'm I'm drawing a blank on the exact ability at this time but when you send it out you can actually notice something taylor um and this is kind of a a save and spin before the save and spin for everybody out there but there's actually an arrow that's on the ground uh that will actually display even when you're behind cover to show you at what elevation the bird is at so that way you can tell if you're you know sending it around a corner if it's going up over a box if it's going around something if it's hitting something if it's stuck on a wall like it's really at a glance and you're you're able to see this through multiple walls because that arrow is always being displayed and so uh, immediately, you know, learning little tricks like that, little nuances about her kit. And then I took it in uh, to a couple spike rushes. Um, and I got to tell you, uh, and then to a, an unranked, just to try it out before I went to bed. And man, I had some great, great games, some great uh, plays uh, working with the team. And I'll tell you what's shocking people, what, what seemed to take people off guard a lot was uh, the wolf ability, where you tr- where you turn into the wolf. And then you oh, go, yeah. and, and dude, I'm telling you, the 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 little trick with that is like the jump and then attack, right? Yeah. So yeah. jump and, and and rehit it. And that, you'll like kind of jump in the air and, and project yourself forward. Uh, And man, I got a couple kills and I was laughing so hard <laughs> with it. Just, I, I would say, I, I, like if I saw a an aggressive team, like we ran into a really aggressive team who would always drop their smokes and push through their smokes or go sit in the smokes. So after two rounds of noticing this, I just took my wolf into a smoke and just waited on him and just killed one of them and did it again the next round. Oh, does it was instantly hilarious.
1: kill him? How much damage oh, does it, it does?
0: Uh, does it do? No,
1: they, they were getting shot too by my team.
0: But yeah, oh, I, got okay. the,
1: I got the kills. I, I noticed I was playing in a spike rush or an unrated game. I, or actually, it might have even been a competitive game too because I played kind of all of them and Sky's been there in all of them. Uh, yeah, the, the uh, it's called her ability is called trailblazer. The trailblazer exactly. definitely uh killed a couple of people and they were, they were tripping out like what the it kills you and it's like yeah. So uh hey, if you're low in health and that's coming towards you, you have to eliminate it. Like you can't allow it to get close to you. Oh, 100%. And what I so and by the way the it, her her flashes are called guiding light. So, one thing that I like about Sky um is she's all about information, but also kind of an initiator as well, because you know, obviously, with her flashes and, and things, even her seekers, her her ultimate, which I oh find my actually, gosh, I find it underwhelming. I find it incredibly underwhelming. However, it goes towards opponents, so you can actually follow it and then take them down.
0: That yeah, that's that's really what the key of it is is following it, and and I actually got tricked uh, one game. I was uh, I, I used my alt and I only paid attention to the one that kept going like around the corner to the right and the one that went to the left and I was I was playing on uh, I was playing on bind and coming out of a like trying to make a rotation from defense side of a uh, going through market and I noticed one one went right and I started following it and did I realize the other one went left and actually stunned the enemy but we didn't end up finding him till later on in the round he was the last enemy left. But like it, that is the big key to it. I think is just giving giving key to your teammates, letting them know, hey, I'm about to use my alt. Like get ready, I, you're, we're basically have seeking missiles out on the on the on the field at this time, uh, and and making sure you push together with with that orb or however mm. you want to call it, the alt that's that's pushing
1: through. Yeah, I, you know, it's all, like I said, it's all about information, man. Uh, Still very early on to see how she's going to play in competitive. Obviously, we're not going to see her in competitive uh, for this uh, Nerd Street Tournament. Uh, I, I don't know what the UMG event, I really genuinely have no idea. Uh, but I am excited to see her in any type of competitive play. I think she has value. I, I really think oh. she has value. I... The jury's still out if she, you know, kind of, you know, replaces Sova. I don't know. Sova still gives no. that information. Yeah, I don't think so. I really don't think so. But no, I don't. I, think I don't think so that She can have value. And I definitely don't think she replaces Sage,
0: in my opinion. Um, yeah, she has a heal ability, but it's pretty like to me, that's the most underwhelming part of her mm-hmm. is her is her healing. Um, I
1: agree. I agree. I haven't really found too much. Like like, Sage healing is is very impactful in my mind. Her regrowth for, for uh, Sky's regrowth, her healing ability, doesn't really do much. I think for the team in general, and, and plus she can't heal herself with it, so that's like you know a big disadvantage. Which is funny because I know when Sky was being released, we were like you know on board of like oh they they've you know they've nerfed Sage to the ground, which they have. But right. even now now that Sky's been out, I I don't think she's even a true replacement for sage, right? But nor, nor do I, I think I, really anybody's going to replace sage with, with sky with that intention in, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think so either. Um, I think their worry of, was there going to be too many Hills in the map? I don't think so. And the reason why, even, even if they put sage back to where she was, um, is because the thing about sky is she's an initiator, Right. And we mm-hmm. we've talked about the roles and what to play, you know. Sage is your player that plays back and is around towards the later end of the rounds, right? But Sky is is your is your initiator. She's your collecting your data. Like more than likely, you probably are going to lose her in some rounds. She mm-hmm. might get a kill or two first, but you're probably going to lose her. So really, counting on her ability to heal somebody to me, it, it's it's just underwhelming. It's yeah. it's 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 not something that I'm, I'm really utilizing a lot. I see a lot of opportunities. Now, this is what's going to be interesting. Taylor, as you mentioned is how she changes up uh, the meta really in the pro scene. Right. And how are they going to utilize her? And I think yeah. to me, that's, that's the big question. Um, and I think that's going to be, hopefully be on display here in a couple of weeks. We don't know whenever they, whenever they say, Hey, we're, we're going to continue, uh, uh, you know, allowing players to, to, to move forward and, and do different, different things. But, I, for me personally, like I, I, I think she's great addition to the meta. I can't wait to see how she
1: how she continues to mix it up. Yeah, I'm excited to see the development of her. I really am. Uh, you know, and what's gonna be buffed, what's gonna be nerfed, right? We don't know in the next patches. We know though that they're gonna be collecting data and just seeing what's out there. But hey, I'm happy with it. Icebox though, you know, hey, still a big fan of icebox, really enjoy it. There are some uh some glitches that need to be fixed. Uh Killjoy's turret being placed in the snow. I don't like Dude. that. That map
0: is so... So, I've put some time into that map this week. And yes. that map is so different than every other map in the game because it's verticality. Oh, yeah. It, is it, it, doesn't, so, yeah,
1: it doesn't compare to anything.
0: It is so different. It plays so different to me. Um, and I think more so than ever, communication on that map is 100% key.
1: Oh, there's so many angles you have to clear. 100%. Yeah. And, and,
0: and, and, and like I said, with the verticality, the ropes... Um, mm-hmm. I've had some fun games. I've had some frustrating games. Have you jousted um, on the ropes
1: I've, yet? That's actually, I, I, a thing. I,
0: I, I have, I have jousted on the ropes. Um, but what's really cool too about the ropes is that you can actually dismount off the ropes in certain yeah. places to yeah, yeah. get in other areas of the map. So exactly uh, yeah. a little bit different technique than we've seen with ropes in in other previous maps, like split, right, where it's just a vertical up and down. There's no really like yeah. advantage to jumping off halfway on a rope, right, or anything like that. Uh, but with those, uh, w- with the uh, uh, the new the new uh, ropes that are on um, yeah the horizontal ice box. Ones. Right. All the hurdles. Yeah, you're able. You're able to just like dismount and jump on the side, uh, find new places. I thought that was pretty
1: cool. Yeah, I really, really enjoy Icebox. For me, it's my favorite map. And and I, the reason why, and I've said this before, and I'll and I'll continue to say it. The reason why I like it is exactly what you said. It's so different from all the other maps. So it changes the meta. It changes the way that people play. Whether it be from you know all the way down to casual to pro players, it changes the way agents are used it changes the way agents interact with each other it changes the way communication is done it just changes everything because it is so entirely different and i like that because it starts adding variety to the map rotation which means you could get teams who will specialize on icebox and they'll choose that in their pick and ban which that is slowly starting to be implemented and when they choose that they might have a huge leg up because it plays so differently. You can't just utilize, you know, your same strats from, you know, uh from Bind, from Split, which Split I think is the only map that's kind of relatable to Icebox in a way. I think Icebox is kind of like Split 3.0. Like there's so many, you know, it just it, it implements so many, you know, different yeah. angles and things. But I also like Icebox for the reason that it's it's a map that is offensive you know kind of heavy because you can you can get the spike done relatively easily and i like that as opposed to it just be you know strictly defensive heavy so yeah. uh i i'm a fan of it i really am i can't wait until it's introduced in uh, the competitive like the true competitive rotation with with the with the actual tournaments and everything that are officially being ran
0: well we are having a ton of changes come man right like we got it we got the new map we got new agents we got the reaver pack coming back around from beta Dude, tons of things happening in Valorant. It's not slowing down at all. And the other thing that's not slowing down is what we bring you guys every single week with our Save and Spend. Halftime. If you saved, spend it. You don't save a thing. All right, Taylor. We mentioned this a little bit at the beginning of the show, us playing some Valorant together this week. Uh, and, and we had some great games. We had some good comebacks. In fact, we were down on Split... Uh, I think it was like nine to,
1: I want to say nine two? to four, nine to four, was or
0: something? that something like that at one point? And uh, we ended up coming back on offense. Yeah. like we were losing on defense, and we came back on offense. We were getting smacked, went-
1: Troy. Like we were, yeah. we weren't losing. We were getting smacked. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't stop them.
0: And we the couldn't. thing is, then they couldn't stop us. And. Yeah. Uh, what was really cool is we, we, I think we went a, the first time we got smacked right on, on offense and we yeah. went back towards B. And then I was like, we got to control middle on this map. Yeah. And as soon as we did, uh, you know, we, we started winning and how we did that was working our flashes and our smokes with our team. That's beautiful, um, and, and just really pushing. And, you know, uh, this is, this is the key, uh, for, for me on that map was, um, well, I was pushing mid. Uh, on and this is on split. So I'm and pushing mid Phoenix. first. I'm initiating. I'm playing Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I flash middle. We drop yep. the smoke in the ropes room. I throw my my fireball in the in the ropes room to keep them from coming through the smoke. Right. I then I flash going to heaven. I would right flash as we're all moving. Yeah, as we're all moving as yeah, Yep, as we're all moving as a team. And then when we get to those stairs right before we turn to heaven, you flashed in there, mm-hmm. utilizing your flash. So we basically had three consecutive flashes in a row to push towards, and then we just outdid them on the numbers. And they couldn't yep. figure out how to really do it safely. And I get it. This is a frustrating thing, I think, especially at uh, you know the silver and gold tiers. This type of play, when you get a team that is, is coordinated as we were with Lorax and with Subbies, like... We were just—I mean—at that point, we we were unstoppable against that team. They literally, they literally did not know what to do.
1: Yeah, literally unstoppable. Um, I don't think they won a round. If I'm not—I think they won one round after we started going mid, and I think that was only because yep. we kind of deviated and tried to go A or something like we that. We did. We tried to go and, A. Yeah, we tried yeah, to go and, through and, ropes. Yeah, and I was like, let's just go mid. Like we—I mean, it, literally, it's it's actually unbelievable how. It it worked so I, I I love the fact that you know you as a Phoenix player utilized your flash at the beginning uh, because in total we have what five flashes because you have two I have three if I'm not mistaken yep. right it's with your curveballs yep. so yeah you flash out <clears throat> you flash out then we you know drop the smokes you drop your molly or not mollynesses but your you know your flame ball over yep. in ropes room and and what's important to note is like whenever you do flash um, in Mel room. I was able to then because my flash goes through wall and I'm able to go much, you know, further with it Then I could flash up top. And that was great. And then, uh, you know, there were times, too, I would even make it a little bit more complex where I would use my wall charge. Uh, You know, you have that little angle where the stairs are at uh, on top of heaven whenever you're going B And I would wall charge that little angle so they couldn't push through. So basically we isolate everybody that is in that room, their flash, we take them down. It was just such a great strategy.
0: Yeah, the other great thing is when you wall charge. Like, uh, if we are pushing quick, sometimes you wall charge the the little AC unit that's right there when you come up. Yeah, so uh, they can't the to it. Yeah. Right. So they can't head glitch it. And also that corner, you would you would shoot it in that corner that's, that's on that I'm back saying, yeah. wall coming up the stairs to keep them from pushing. So like it, yep. tons of like it's just great. It, it When you have those moments in Valorant, it really feels great, doesn't it? Like it feels like, man, this is what the this is how the game was made, how it was intended yeah. to be played. And uh it's a lot it sure is a lot of fun. And if you guys have a tip on how you use Flasher Smokes, maybe a good story, share it with us over at the Valorant Show at gmail.com. Uh, you can also uh, shoot it to us on Twitter. Uh, you know, at reflections at too loud tx or at the Valorant show on Twitter as well. But Taylor, all good things must come to an end. I'll say it for you. Let's get over to match point. Match point. Let's close up shop.
1: We know more than we did before.
0: Let's use that. All right, Taylor. Mine. I know I said I was going to change up a little bit more, less about me. Sorry, guys. It's still going to be a lot about me. <laughs> I'm going to continue to get familiar with Sky's uh, team comps and Heck where yeah. she fits best. Um, yeah. For me, that's really what it is. I, I think I can obviously continue to learn her, but um, it's, it's, it, for me, it's, it's really finding out where are those team comps, where are the moment to shine, how do I, how do I play her when you're playing Breach, right? Um, you know, and, and just trying to expand, I want to have at least two characters I can go between. I really feel like her style and Phoenix's style are a lot alike. They're both initiators. Um, and so for me, it, it seems like the perfect fit for me to kind of make that, make that transition. And I think, you know, as, as you learner, maybe, uh, maybe you can play a little bit of Sky. And figure out how she works with phoenix
1: and you know what for me my match point has to be learning sky as well right i hate to agree with you Troy. i really do but i've got to learn sky i've got to understand her at a competitive level uh not for necessarily me i'm not looking to go competitive but at least to understand it whenever i do you know kind of watch the pros start playing with her you got to understand the abilities you just have to right you have to learn her limitations uh, you know, where where is she weak at? And, so, you know, where is she strong at? So for me, learning Sky is imperative. And I think that's going to be my match point for any new agent or any new map, right, that comes out, right? It's got to be about learning that new map. It's still about learning the new agents. Uh, so that's that's got to be my default, right? I've got to do it. And you guys out there too, learn Sky. Really learn Sky. Whether or not you plan on maining her, it's not important. The point is you have to learn her weaknesses in order to learn the counters. You learn the counters, then you'll be a much better player.
0: That's right. That is right. And we're not going to make you a better player just by listening to the show, but you can talk to us at any time you want to. As we said, if you want to be in our next show, make sure you write in to Valorant podcast or Valorant show at gmail.com and Valorant, po- Valorant show on, on Twitter and to TX on Twitter and reflections on Twitter as well. Oof. But Taylor, take us out of here, man.
1: And don't forget too, if you want to be featured in the next episode, make sure you leave a rating and a review, whether it be on iTunes, uh, Podbeam, and I believe Amazon as well. We would love to hear from you. We really would. Uh, you know, it's starting to slow down in the Ask to Agent section, so let's speed it back up and let's get some of you out there who maybe haven't left a review yet because you're a little bit shy. Hey, that's okay. We're not going to bite. Go ahead and write in. We would love to hear from you and talk to you. But of course, for myself, Taylor Reflections, Noble Troy Tuttle, we'd love having you. We hope to see you guys again on the next episode of The Valorant Show. Grab some water, refill those clips, and let's get back out there.